¡Dale! Ay, 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 ay. Oh, canta y no llores. Who's that guy? What's going on? It's the cucumber patch man. <laughs> Outside oh, looking in. Oh. It's Friday night. Bienvenidos and welcome to the Familia FFP podcast. I'm Jorge Georgi Martin and Primo Nico is in the house and we got a special guest. Our amigo Gregorio, we call him Greggy, Greggy Greg, correcto? That's it. Greg and Greg in the house. Oh, está en la casa. Hey, everybody, gracias for joining us. We are going to be talking uh, some DFS. Uh, now, one, one, one cool thing is Greggy Greg, his middle name is Noel. So, you know, it being a week before Christmas, we have to have, we had to have someone uh christmas oriented on because you know us being a mexican family you know we don't do christmas uh big enough right nico that's right and nico is short for nicolas like saint nick just <laughs> oh my goodness that's right so we are very festive and we're hoping that uh with greg and greg we're gonna be talking we're gonna be talking about dfs and we've been dabbling in this on our on our familia ffb podcast and uh we just thought we'd bring in uh our, our buen amigo or our future carnal to see you know kind of talk a little bit about dfs now now greg greg you've been playing for for a while and it's DraftKings, DraftKings yes. primarily correct yes Mm-hmm. Yes. What to, to you? What what drew you from playing regular fantasy to to playing playing DFS? Yeah, you know, I mean, after playing uh, fantasy football for thirty something plus years, um, it, it it just really sort of started falling apart, you know, with your network, or if it was like you know, for my dad, uh, and then it was the sons. And then it was the cousins, the brothers, the friends, these person from workplace. Um, it just sort of started losing its feel. Everybody was starting to get busy in 2015, 2016. The economy's getting good. Um, and it just it just lacks sort of that structure and commitment, right? Meanwhile, um, everything went digital, you know, and everybody had other things to do. People were making babies, getting great jobs. Um, and I just, my dad asked me to take the league over and, and I go, no, I I don't want to try to encourage people to play. Um, and we were doing well, but I like, you can win a few hundred dollars or a few thousand, excuse me, in my dad's leagues. But it was like, this is exactly what I need. DraftKings. DraftKings presented itself. And I'm like, this is freaking awesome. I, I don't have to worry about injuries. I don't have to worry about doing research, worrying if a player's going to start, worrying if Bill Belichick is going to, you know, play three running backs or go with one. <laughs> you know, it's just like, I mean, seriously, like there's like all the coaches and tendencies and all that stuff goes out the window. And now you just start looking at players. And if I could just go for one game and as Nico will tell you, you know, I mean, I'm, I don't really like betting on spreads and over unders because I know that game, those people have perfected that over 30, 40 years. So unless you really got some good inside information, Oh, it's funny how they knew that game was going to be a three point spread. Right. You know, I mean, nobody likes that. And so anyway, so, Daily fantasy for me was a way to capitalize on a skill set where I was already analyzing players and following trends and, you know, re understanding coaches and you start going, Hey, I can put this together. I can do a small pool or a large pool, a 50, 50 cash or a tournament. And, and then I've been learning, I'm still learning to this day. Uh, but finding your niche uh, and finding your groove is what you have to do. So anyway. 
Well, uh, the the cool thing is, you know, there are so many options on on Draft uh, DraftKings. I got into DraftKings this year partly because I invested money in it, so I thought, okay, I may Good. as well uh, try it. Nice. And it's and it and even in this uh, crazy year, it's uh, made a little. It's uh, I've gotten ROI, a little return on the investment. Nice. So the 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 big thing about uh, that that drew me, and I've been a fantasy player since 1990, yeah. and I I just I love I, I and that's part of the reason why we started this podcast was just because of the fact that you know we love fantasy and uh and the other part is we we didn't see any latinos out there so we thought hey why not us <laughs> okay there's football, so many of us soccer, yeah. You know, soccer. yeah so the, the the big thing do you like do you prefer to play big tournaments or or cash games you know i, I keep hearing the terms tournaments gpp cash games what, what right. are your preferences and kind of like how do you look at each how do you approach each one of them and what are they, well, Greg? Explain to yeah. us. Explain to me, Lucy, what it is. So, and again, I'm definitely not an expert by any means, but you nailed it right there. There's tournaments and there's cash games. And generally, a cash game is your odds are around 50%, right? They're a little bit less because, you know, the, the House or DraftKings need to take their cut uh, just for the participation value. But the tournaments range in different sizes, and the cash games range in different sizes. So you can enter the millionaire or the milli maker, as they call it, right? Mm -hmm. um, and compete against 200 to 400,000 people. And basically, the best lineup will end up working its way to the top. Now, if you enter a tournament and there's only a thousand people in that tournament, not necessarily the best lineup is going to win that given tournament, right? So um, I, I always put money into the Millie maker because I don't want to not win it. Right. It's like, <laughs> it's like people buying lottery tickets, right? I, I don't want to miss the Powerball this week because everybody's <laughs> doing it. You know what I mean? Like you just throw 20 bucks in. Um, and quite honestly, they're doing more millionaire makers than ever before. They're doing, in fact, next week, DraftKings is doing six millionaire makers every day. There's going to be a Millie maker. Um, and again, your odds are really small. You got to get creative with your lineup. You you got to find some weird outliers. You know they talk about getting leverage or playing uh, low percentage owned players and all that stuff, and that's all fine and dandy. But what really comes down to it, you got to get really really lucky. And to play those big tournaments, you've got to enter 150 lineups to build around to have increase your odds to get to the top. You know, so um, I lose money every week in the Millie Maker. I probably play um three to six lineups um at 20 bucks 15 bucks ahead just to have something in there and then every once in a while like last week i think i had two cash but again i lose money because i put 120 dollars in and two of them cashed at like 15 dollars and 20 dollars you still lose on that but you you got to put most of your money in on the cash games right so i like to play around that um 11 player or and above sometimes i go into a four player if if it's like a last minute entry into a cash game and it's uh, there's four people and two of those people will win so if we each put in uh you know fifty dollars then we'll win ninety dollars because the house needs to take something but it, it's just uh you've got to play more cash games which could be also a head-to-head -head game a one-to-one -one. i stay away from those because i i don't know i just don't I, it's just weird everybody has I'm going to play more cash games, four people, 11 people or less. But I do like to get up into that 11 to 50, 60 player um, area in the cash games to finish in the top one half. Um, and then I'll play a $100 game, $50 game, $20 game. 
and then five, three, one. I'll just try to get a lineup and all as much as I can uh, just to balance it out. And it's really, uh, you'll find the smaller the pool of players, the more you can win with a low scoring lineup, right? So the more players that are in anything, a cash game or a tournament, the more people that are in it, the higher score the lineup's going to be is going to win that, whether it's cash or tournament. But hey, Greg, can I so can I ask you? Yeah. So I, I play. I don't play DraftKings because I've been trying to get in and I can't figure out how to get the thing. But I play Yahoo because I'm already yeah. on Yahoo. Yeah. And I'll play my players and I pick them and I think I've got the best team and everything. And then I see the lineup of the winners. And I'm like, oh my god, how do they know? How do they know? Yeah. But you, and I see some names, but you mentioned that there's a lot of these guys that literally professionally. Um, are the big winners like there's some names out there i mean greggy greg it's been out there and done well Greggy but, Greg. Uh, uh, but who are some of the main players well okay well let's talk about yahoo um fanduel and DraftKings, and what's the major difference right uh fanduel first of all they have kickers um i don't know if yahoo has kickers but yahoo's a lot like your family league right yahoo doesn't have um and correct me if i'm wrong but I don't think they do PPR, right? Does Yahoo does do points per reception? No, it's like yards and touchdowns only, right? It's pretty yes. limited. FanDuel is, yeah, half, FanDuel is a half point PPR, and DraftKings is a full point PPR, and that is huge. Like, so if you have that running back that's a pass catcher, you know, um, and that's like the, the trend these days is to have three running backs and all of them need to be able to catch the ball. But that's where you can really make a lot of money, right? Where where those finding those running backs that also catch three to four passes, or excuse me, I should be saying gets targeted because the, all the sharps use targets as, Oh, they got nine targets this game or eight targets. They don't care about catches. They just care about targets. Right. So anyway, does that make sense? Yeah. So, so who are some of these big winners? I picture some big ex football player. His name is like monster X, but it's like grandma in the corner who was just, you know, kind of like knitting you know i I gotta be really careful um i'm gonna say very few of them are um athletes at all um i watch i follow um awesomeo um alex um awesomeo uh i don't even know his last name is but he's like the winningest player on in dfs sports uh he just took down like a hundred thousand and twenty five thousand dollar tournament over the week but he runs he's running numbers he's got these machines and these little rats spinning wheels and like kicking out oh here's all these players um and I like watching him. He, uh, you know, he does have a little more insight um, on and give you more information than uh, a, trip, a, a typical spreadsheet will give you or a list. Here's the rankings of all the points. Um, he does give you a little more insight. Uh, Roto Grinders um, has a bunch of names, but the big names for me are like uh, that I see are like Osimo, uh, McLovin, uh, Chipotle Addict. Um, I don't know. There's, and then there's these companies like Saber Sim and, and Fantasy Tour Junkies. But these guys are all a collection and then they sell their services and information of the data that they've been crunching so that people will then go and follow them and use their information to create their lineups. Nobody's allowed to give out lineups, right? That's just not, that's just not allowed. It's frowned upon, right? So you can't go, hey, what lineup should I use today, right? But what they do is they give you like four players, build your lineup around these guys or something like that. So you can do that. And that helps. Um, does it make my decision for me? Do, do these guys make my decision for me? No. Um, it helps me formulate my lineups moving forward, or even in what I do and love to play is called the um, the flash drafts on DraftKings is where I, I make all my money. So, oh, that's awesome! No, that's awesome. Now, I'd love to know what kind of like your what what's your philosophy when you're 
building a lineup? Does it does it change depending on the game, or or are there some principles that are consistent all the way through? I mean, like for me, when I when I yeah. I, I as foundational, I like to start with a quarterback a quarterback receiver stack that I that I like. Right. Okay. And uh, and then and then you know add a running back there either some either someone who's a heavy play like Derrick Henry is and we'll get into this yeah. weekend this Sunday like yeah. a Derrick Henry or do I want to save a little money and maybe get a more balanced lineup what 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 are some of your philosophies? The first thing I do is go to the defenses and I find the cheapest defense possible. Um, and what I look for in the defense is I'm I'm looking for sacks and I'm looking for the lowest. Uh, a, a low salaried defense that is playing a passing team, right. Or is going to get ahead early. And then those sacks will then lead into a sack strip fumble TD, right. Mm-hmm. Or a pick six or something. Cause they're throwing a lot. Um, so I'll never pay up for a defense, but I'll try to go down to a losing team. I'll just try to find that matchup just to save uh, salary space right away. Um, quarterback. Um, I, while I like to look for stacks, I do look for low, owned or or how to say low salary quarterbacks like this weekend Tannehill or something you know I, I mm-hmm. like him at, I don't like Henry whatever uh at 20 grand or whatever he's gonna cost um I'd rather have a Tannehill stack with uh you know AJ Brown or uh double up with uh Davis or something like that but right um yeah I'm, I'm different every week I don't have like I'm gonna go low at running backs and I'm gonna go I want all the big dog receivers um and that that changed, but I can tell you usually a low salary quarterback, low salary um, defense, and then the tight end receivers, running backs uh, can all change. The last thing I try to fill is I I try to save a lot of money so that I can put like a a powerful player in that flex spot, right? Mm. So just somehow try to squeeze. Hey, can I get a pass catching receiver? Can I get a Dalvin Cook in there? Or you know where can I save? And then uh, I guess the the place that everybody saves a lot is the is that running back when there's an injury. And they think like a guy like, you know, like the guy in Carolina, Davis yeah. is going to pop. Like how many times did people go down the Davis road this year thinking he was going to pay off dividends because he was like the the back. He's not McCaffrey. You know, even though he was getting all the targets and looks, he's not he's not going to get you the points, right? So I think he actually scored a couple touchdowns last week, right? But anyway. Yeah, he had a pretty decent game, and, and you know, there's there's players now. Uh, you know, right now that the, this week, Derrick Henry, and we'll we'll get into yeah. we'll get into that one. Derrick Henry's a big play. I think he's uh, 9,400, 9,500 yeah. on DraftKings, and he's uh, what's you, what are your thoughts on someone who's and he's got a phenomenal matchup yeah. this weekend. Uh, just I mean, it is one of the one of the worst run defenses in the league that he's facing. Right. What is it? How, how do you feel about paying up for somebody like that? Yeah, I mean, I well, one, I don't think I think he's far too much. And I don't think it's possible to even put him in a lineup to win a millionaire. But for a cash game, then I think it could be a good play where if you spend $10,000 on him, then you're going to need to get the 30, 30, 30 points out of them. Right. So right. Get that three to one value that people like to look for. So, um, I, I mean, yeah, uh, I don't think I'll have them in a lineup. I mean, I don't, I don't play enough lineups. Um, so I'll, I'll look around, you know, um, to find other matchups, but I'll, I'll I would probably pivot and do the, the go the passing route with uh, Tannehill, you know, so. 
And, that, and, that, and that's the one thing. Well, let, let's talk about this weekend. I mean, I'm looking at uh, – l- let's look at the quarterbacks. I mean, you could pay up for uh, someone like Mahomes at 7,900, but you mentioned Tannehill at 6,700. You know, is what kind of when, – when you see that $1,200 that you're playing with, what are you thinking uh, that you're going to use that $1,200 on? So hold on real quick. Are we – is there a game this Saturday – there are yeah. two games on Saturday. We there got are. okay. So this is the first time I've actually looked at pulling up the millionaire. So I, I was just so um, um, deep into what happened the other night. Uh, okay, so here we go. All right, so we've got so the mill is the millie maker is including the two games on Saturday, but I don't see. So Kansas City's not on. Oh, that's Saturday. Sorry, that's the two game slate. Sorry, I'm doing. I'm usually on my phone and I'm on the desktop. So let me. Click over here, see if I figure out how to do this on my desktop. Um, allow. Okay, 14 games. Let's go. Oh, here's the millionaire. Okay, so that's, oh, Saturday millionaire. And let's go. Just to catch you up, a little story. About I got this up. Um, I was talking to him, and he was one of the college games. Oh, actually, it was the uh, Charger game. And he was so upset because the deep pass down to number 15, what's his name? He didn't get the touchdown because Greg would have made big bucks, but he needed um, – a quarterback come in San Diego to get it in. He oh did. yeah. Would you want two grand? Oh dude. Yeah. So well, we're talking and uh, so I'd had a flash draft and I had uh, Herbert, but it was all, I also was going up against guys that had Eckler and I need needed Herbert to outscore Eckler five points on that drive. And I go, Nico, I need a big bomb pass to get past the Raiders secondary right here. And then like, Three plays later, sure enough, over the top. I don't know if it was Tyron Johnson. I'm like, get in there, get, get, get in there, because I would have got the touchdown points. I would have got the yards. It would like, and then the, I think I had the receiver, so I would have been good. But I didn't. So then when he he did the first leap over the end zone, and the ball got snapped away, and they scored a touchdown, I go, oh man. Oh. But then here we are, the Raider rule from the Steeler game, right? The immaculate was it the, the holy receiver? roller? The holy, the holy roller. roller, right? And that, yep. that was the rule that put in. So he couldn't advance the ball. The fumble ball was dead. It went in the end zone. That was it. They got to play over my yeah. And then he jumped in. And then all of a sudden I was like going from like winning 200 bucks to winning like $2,400 on those flash drafts that I was in. It was freaking <laughs> awesome. And, and uh, anyway, so, and that was the game. It was all over, but that's, that's fantasy sports, right? I've dude, we've all lost on the quarterbacks taking kneel downs on a tenth yep. of a point. Are you kidding me? I mean, like, no, no, no. Where are you going? Why are you running around back there, right? You know, anyway. The NFL, the NFL is, wants to support this so much because what else are you going to get everyone watching the game when it's 45 to 22? Game over, Good right? Point. But Good not point. when the spread's 22 points. It's like, oh, man, I got to watch <laughs> So the NFL's into it. I mean, they're talking about betting sports. I mean, we talked about DraftKings. I mean, we're talking St. Patty's Day when the market was at the bottom. Yep. They were at $11 and some odd cents. They're up to 53. And then there's another company called Penn who's went, it was six bucks. They're at $94. They, they closed it with $91 today. They're betting that everyone's going to bet and they need the money to get out of this. So every state's going to open up and say, yes, please bring the money in. You know, there's going to be famous things like, you know, Calbet Sports. They're going to make up a bunch of stuff everywhere. <laughs> Calbet, yes. <laughs> cheese rolling. I'm telling you, cheese rolling. There's yeah. going to be daily fantasy for cheese rolling and That's curling. Right. That's All right. right. So you're talking Mahomes here, right? Yeah. So well, I let's. I, I mean, I look, looking up. at that, would would you pay up for Mahomes considering that New Orleans is a top flight defense? You know, one of the, one of the better secondaries. But 
uh, what? But again, they they haven't seen Mahomes this year. Summer Breeze is back though, right? He's going to keep the ball. And Summer Breeze is back, and he's going to be pitching yeah. it on the other side. So that I mean, I think there's going to be points being scored this weekend. What yeah, I've never this? broken eleven ribs, but uh, I know that uh, he's going to be trying doing some quick passes. Uh, that'll shorten the game, right? Little screen passes, quick passes, keeping the ball rolling, keeping the clock rolling. Yeah, I don't want um, any part of uh, Mahomes or Hill or Kelsey as a stack, but if I can fit in Hill um, in this in my lineup this week, I would I would go with one person. It would be Hill. Um, oh, that guy's getting over ten targets a game. Have you seen? I mean, his numbers That's are phenomenal, ridiculous. Uh, and then one thing I do know is that. New Orleans plays man-to-man defense, and that is how you don't want to play Tyreek Hill, let alone – because he's going to run away from anybody, right, and get the space. Backs are turned. Uh, Mahomes likes to run against that too. So, But I think it's going to be a fast game, low-scoring game. So I wouldn't go all in, but I think you can have a receiver or a running back in any game to get you 20, 30 points. Then you want to target that one player. So in that game, um, I definitely like Hill. on the on the KC side, but I wouldn't start going in quarterbacks and all that stuff. I think New Orleans is just uh, too good of a defense. Yeah, like you said. Well, who are the quarterbacks that you like this weekend? Uh, we can talk okay. about their pricing. So um, we'll we'll, we'll, go, we'll go strictly on DraftKings on this one. So Tannehill, um, I think yeah. there's some balance there. Uh, you know, Detroit's been giving it up all year, uh, and it's like thirteen hundred dollars less. Um, and Detroit will could end up passing too. So the game could be extended, right? Could be a high-scoring game in the 30s. Um, I don't know what the over/under is, um, you know, and calculating that. But uh, I, I would love having Tannehill, and then um, I would be even as bold to go with um, AJ Brown. And now he's questionable, but definitely with uh, Davis in there. Look at Davis every week's getting tons of targets. So uh, I like him. Uh, I like um, I like Brady um, mm, indoor yes. at Atlanta. Um, I, I mean, Atlanta can't really run the ball. Right. Um, Julio Jones probably isn't playing. He was ruled out. He was officially ruled out. He is out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that means Calvin Ridley for sure. So I'd love to have Hill and and Ridley, um, in lineups, uh, cause they'll just be the, uh, you know, get dominant target share. And then, uh, Brady, I would stack him and this is where you got to get creative. Right. So, um, if Gronkowski is cheap enough, Gronkowski's only four thousand dollars, right? I mean, that's half the price of Kelsey. Wow. And Gronkowski's been getting those 15, 20 point, 15 to twenty point weeks, right? Maybe let's look at him. Uh, you know, last game was definitely bad, but if you look at the previous games, I mean, look at he's got some put 17, 12, 25, 2, 10, 12, but it's been he's on it. He's basically Brady and Gronk are getting back together. Now, the receiver is what I would do is I would, man, Godwin's more consistent, but Evans is the red zone guy, right? Um, and Evans just seems to be getting balls. So uh, maybe do a stack with um, Brady, Gronk, and Evans, and then do another one with Brady, Godwin, and Gronk. I think it'd be uh, a pretty good move too as well. Um, morning show in uh, New England, like, oh, Brady – Brady and Gronk are getting back together. It's a beautiful, you know, <laughs> come together. But you talked about Hill and Ridley. I'm playing against them in my fantasy this week. Oh, oh, my bad. Yeah. Well, my <laughs> well, hey, well, you know, let's, hey, I don't want those guys. They're going to suck. Uh, they're not, I don't, yeah. Uh, so the other guys I like, um, here's here's one where you can catch people by surprise. Jared Goff, right? So they're playing the uh. Jets. 
I was um, going to ask you about him. So, so here's what I like about golf. And like, if you follow the Rams and, you know, uh, being uh, from Southern California, you guys probably know this well. Orale! The Rams love to run the ball, right? They love to run the ball. But when they pass, they pass. So it's, it seems to be like golf will go to 300 or he goes like 110 or something like that. So, so going golf with like a cup, you know, double stack with cup and woods, I could play that, right? Because I could see this game, you know, going – LA is going to score 30 points against the Jets, right? So, um, is there, is there tight end back? Um, what was his name? He was, uh, Higby, Higby is back. I love yeah. Higby, dude. He was just like one of those guys, he was like a kittle in in the training kind of type of thing. Yeah, yeah and then, then he got all dinged up, but now, uh, and and that's the thing, you know, th- this game actually reminds me of. The, the, the Rams this week reminds me a lot of when they played Tampa, uh, I think about a month ago, mm-hmm. and everybody was talking about how Tampa was just going to, you know, was going to shut down the Rams defensively and what, ha- you know, because Tampa had such a good run defense and is, is Goff going to be able to throw? Well, they just worked the play action to perfection. Well, what did the Jets do? They can stop the run but they are horrible against the pass. So I, th- I, th- I think it's, I, I love, I love that you, you like this because you, you, yeah. we're, we're thinking it's almost, uh, we're very simpatico. <laughs> Good. I mean, and then look at the price, look at the price of cup, like he's 7,000 and woods is 6,800. So, I mean, it's still the value and those guys can just go off. Those guys are like, I don't know, cup might have a better day. Woods will have a better day, but, just playing both. And I think like you can find yourself getting lots of points there for sure. Yeah. Well, Greg, let me ask you this because I see people like stack up a team. Like why I would think, you know, by statistics, you would want a different player from every team and you want it to combine together, but these guys come together and like, they'll go off like the running back and the wide receiver and the quarterback. Like, well, when did that happen? Like, you know, that's crazy. Okay. Let's look at a game. So a lot of people think if a game's going to over under is 58 points, then you want to get as many players in that game as possible because there's supposed to be 58 po- points in that game. Why versus like a, a, a Baltimore indie game that's going to have like a 42 point spread. Why would you want to have tons of players in that game? Right. You don't want to have one or two players, right. Henry or Jackson in a low scoring game, right. To find a capitalize. But um, so what happens is if you can find a game where you think they're going to be passing a lot, then load up on those receivers on both and they can go back and forth. Right. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of data out there to support like, Oh, if you have the running back on this team, you want the defense and then you want the other team to have one receiver. And that's way over my head. But if you see a high over under, try to get the highest scoring players um, from that match for sure. Yeah. So, Oh, that's awesome. Any other quarterback pricing that you like? Uh, let me scroll down here. All right. So, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. So this week, Minshew is coming back um, for Jacksonville against Baltimore. And I think Baltimore has played some pretty intense games lately. I think, uh, you know, where that was a huge game last week, I believe in the letdown Um, with Minshew, this guy loves to pass. I think if they're down early um, and Baltimore has got a lead, it's not like they're going to be running the ball. Right. So um, getting to Minshew, uh, I think could be a sneaky play at 5,300 for sure. Um, And I don't know if there's anybody, lower price than him in value. So if you're just not, you don't need a stack, you just want to throw a quarterback in there and you want to go running back receiver stack, or, you know, you're, you're looking to go a different angle. Um, I think Minshew could be a, a good cheap play there against Baltimore, believe it or not. Yeah. Every time you say Minshew, I want to say bless you. Minshew. Minshew. 
Minshew. Um, other another one in here. Um, whew. Maybe, oh, Greg, give us the good stuff. Give me the. You know what? Hold on. I you know who I love lately. Um, here's a, here's another one. I I, I think I want to jump on is Trubisky and Allen Robinson. Um, what? Is that not good? Oh. No, I'm I'm agreeing. Oh. So Allen Robinson is um, look, Trubisky's been back three games. Look at Robinson's numbers. Like he's just getting the ball all the time. And I think Trubisky's you know playing for his life right now. And like, let's go. Let's pass. Let's run the ball. I think they have a balanced offense, but. Minnesota, that game can go any way. You know, that's just not a, a set game uh, to where it's going to be a low-scoring game. So, um, and it's Minnesota; it's indoors. So, uh, and Robinson's killing it lately. So, um, oh, Jalen Hurts in Philly. Um, I was going to ask you about yeah, him. What you thought him. I think those are good quarterbacks. Yeah, Hurts um, with. Uh, yeah, I don't like any of the receivers with it. Um, I don't like the tight ends because now Hurts is back. So again, sometimes it's not like you need that. Stacks are probably more important, um, you know, in cash games. I always usually think, but when I go for those like those millie makers, I'll just start throwing players in. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll sort of get away from some of those stacks. Uh, but uh, anyway, no, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I was gonna I, I was gonna ask if the like the running ability of Jalen Hurts, if maybe at fifty nine hundred, he's a little bit yeah. cheap and. Uh, I actually, I actually put together a Sunday lineup with him as the quarterback, and oh. uh, uh, just ju- just with that thought in mind, maybe they, they haven't caught up, and you know, am I getting a Lamar Jackson at a discount? So, all right, how about- I actually here I have a lineup. Um, oh. I put together. Oh wow, this is this is great. oh this is it. This is not oh this is not it. This is a wild. This was me like probably drunk uh, in bed uh, and just like let's put a lineup in. At Jalen Hurts, the quarterback, Jonathan Taylor, running back, Montgomery, running back, Godwin, receiver, Corey Davis, receiver. Ooh, T.Y. Hilton. Oh, my God. Dude, T.Y. I must have been drunk. Oh, and then – oh, this one must be for you, Nico. Higby. And then I got Kiki Kuti. uh, And then I got the Seahawks defense. I don't know how the hell that happened. But anyway, that's just – but I'll let a stupid lineup. I won't touch it because I don't want to jinx it. I figured if I did it and I was drunk, then maybe it'll work. But that lineup will lose. And the, but I won't change it because I don't want to touch it. Does that make sense? Well, Gregorio, I'm going to tell you, I must have been drunk with you at, uh, <laughs> around the same time because I set up, I, I, I put through together a lineup with Hertz, Taylor, Corey oh. Davis, and T.Y. Hilton on Ooh. it. Oh. And, uh, uh, and, my, and my defense is the Falcons. So I went, I oh. went. I went just because I figured I, I was I was hoping that they'd uh, maybe get some interceptions on Brady and maybe oh. hit him once or twice and they were cheap so that that that's the one thing but yeah that that so I'm I'm glad I'm glad we're we're doing this because it's kind of it's kind of fun watching you know watching the sausage get made and and knowing yeah. that maybe I've uh maybe yeah maybe we're drinking the same tequila at that time so you never okay. know <laughs> very good. Very good. I told you you're an honorary Mexican now uh, because of this. So. Well, you know, I am an Aztec. Um, I did go to San Diego State. Ah, muy bien. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, I've uh, been in jail three times in Mexico. So um, perhaps I, we know the same people. I don't know. Uh, but three strikes in your back, right? <laughs> Well, let's, uh, you know, uh, since we're talking about jailbreaks, let's, uh, t- let's talk about the running backs. Now you talked about the fact that yeah. you're, you're not willing to pay up for 9,500 for Derrick Henry. And we saw that from your, right. your early lineup. Right. And, 
you know, and I, I don't like Dalvin Cook this week either because that Chicago defense, even though they've been a little leaky on against the run game lately, they 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 do tend to show up. What are what are who are some of the guys that you like? I mean, obviously you talked about Jonathan Taylor, which it, yeah. I mean, what 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 is it you like so much about him? Uh, he is on a roll. They're finally using yeah. him as a power back, right? I think. You see a lot of times, um, I don't know if you saw the stats, um, and this is sort of debunk my Henry uh, play here, but Henry, if you look at like his last three seasons, his points, his average points per game has increased every month up to December. Yeah. Where in December, he's like 25 points a game. But at $10,000, that's just so much to go, I need another 30-point game. Because guess what? He just carried the ball 200 yards, got beat up. Do you think they're going to want to try to push him again? when this game looks like a blowout, right? So anyway, so try to get some points. I don't know, but uh, the top of the line, I'm not, I'm going to pass on, on cook. Um, I am, I'm going to go to Camara uh, Taylor. Uh, and again, I'm going to uh, not take Robinson because um, I like the Minshew over the Robinson. Um, however, you could do a Minshew Robinson stack because Robinson's going to get a lot of those uh, dink and dunk. Oh, that's right. Uh, passes at the end of the game and again remember DraftKings is ppr so every time the running back catches the ball it's a point it is huge it is a massive score it's 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 something i've been used to my whole life playing ppr it's probably probably why i love to play DraftKings that much more um montgomery again he's on a roll um i think um you know chicago's playing better than, i mean they were a really shitty team i don't know what's happened but um so i'd go camara taylor and then um uh Oh, not Carson, not Gibson. Um, you know, Akers, um, again, uh, could be a play, but I think they're going to arrest him. He just had a big week, so I think they'll get the committee going again. And, again, it's like that coach down there um, in L.A., he likes, hey, we're going to pass this week. Let's work on the passing game. And I think they have game plans, and they stick to them. Um, Swift was injured, um, but this could be a really good play. Um, because what about Sanders? Sanders kind of uh, came out of nowhere. Yeah, um, again, he got digged up too. Um, and I'm just, I think that because you got a running quarterback and Hurts, he takes a lot of the dink passes away from Sanders now. I think Sanders loses a couple catches of the game because Hurts is going to be a runner. So, and those running yards that Hurts takes is going to take away from those from Sanders, right? So, so Sanders and Montgomery, kind of un- unknown running backs, 80 yard runs. I mean, these guys were just like, they're good, but Hurts is a new dynamic, right? I mean, Hurts is. Uh, this guy takes – he has – I mean, he's going to get like 60, 70 yards. Every quarterback that's entering the game right now, look at Mariota last night. He just showed the coach in the world that he can run and Carr's not going to run, right? And if you're not a running quarterback in the NFL like or in college now, you need to run or you're probably not going to get drafted anymore, right? So um, so other other running backs – I'm a Cowboys fan, uh, so I, I will never take Elliott. I just don't like to pick Cowboys, but – I do. Maybe it's Gallup. Uh, uh, yeah. Plus, plus that San Francisco defense is tough. Oh, Dobbins. Yes. I was going to ask you about him. Yeah. So um, I think Dobbins um, is going to be getting more and more touches as we move forward. Um, Jacksonville, pretty soft defense overall. So if you want to, you know, probably sneak Dobbins in the lineup in there, I think you can go, but I, again, I don't think Dobbins is going to get you the 30 points, right? I think he would have a day and if they're running it, then they're going to put Edwards in. Then they're going to put they're going to let them all get some points, right? If they're if they're blowing Jacksonville out, right? Um, so I would stay away from Dobbins, but I think he's a great player moving forward. 
Um, Edwards Halal KC, no way. Um, I just, I, there's just too many inconsistencies there. And I think just passing uh, with Mahomes and Hill and Kelsey, that's the, that, those are your points right there. Um, Mostert, here's a guy that can uh, to do well, but not against Dallas. Let's go. Oh, Drake. Drake is awesome. I, I think this guy catches balls. He, uh, he runs. I mean, he's going to get, uh, you know, again, I like guys that get the ball at the end zone uh, and catch passes, uh, especially when they're not really concerned about the running back going out. They're more concerned about the, the quarterback breaking out and running around. Right. So, um, so I like some Drake and uh, other than that. Yeah. I guess that's about it. If that touches, if that helps. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. How about the wide receivers? Cause wide receiver can be so, I mean, there, there, there's some cheap plays in there, but yeah. on the expensive side, there's no, the, the, we're talking about the Sunday slate. So there's no Devonte Adams. And you already talked about uh, Tyreek Hill. Uh, anybody else? I, I kind of like DK Metcalf. I was looking at the, the DBs in, uh, Washington and they're, they're on the shorter side. They're, you know, they're six foot five eleven, and he's, you know, those tiny little men. Six yeah. He, he's like, yeah. He's, he's like six, four and you know, <laughs> Megatron size. Uh, wh- who are and you already talked about Hill and Ridley. Who are some of the guys that you're, you, that, that you're also targeting on this one, especially knowing yeah, that so- Michael, Michael Thomas is out. <laughs> So, yeah, so Seattle, Seattle's a funny team, right? So they're traveling one, they're going to Washington. Um, what, what, I, what I've noticed about when Seattle is bad is when they're playing up against a pass rush, and Washington has a pass rush, and that, that disables Seattle's offense a little bit, right? So, so I'm not sure. Again, when you're thinking of a player, I'm thinking, who's the player that's going to go off for the 30 to 40 points, right? You, want it, you need to try to find that boom player, and maybe that's my fault. Uh, for trying to find a player, but Metcalf, I would pick him over uh, Seattle. And again, I, I'd love to get into the, uh, if I read something about a mismatch of, for a cornerback or somebody that's, you know, low on the whatever rating, um, then I'd like that. But again, Hill, Ridley, um, Hopkins has been hurt. Again, Philly's got a, a pretty good defense. They, they're not like anybody's like scoring tons of points on them. Uh, there's my AJ Brown. Um, I said, I like that. Allen Robinson, given um you know jefferson and, and thielen are obviously good plays but i'm probably not going to go into that matchup this week oh michael thomas is out yeah oh. yeah they ruled him out uh this afternoon oh. no okay. yes okay um so nico do you have him but, yeah. no but it's just like i always want to play him in the fan in the fantasy yeah, you know. yeah. but it's just so, like- and, and again so uh but New Orleans has all those receivers, tons of people catching balls. Like Kamara's only play there, I think. Um, I mean, one sack of, of Breeze in his ribs, I'm, I'm thinking he would be out, so I wouldn't even touch Breeze. You got the Woods. Um, you know, who's quarterbacking for Washington this week? Do we know? Uh, Dwayne Haskins. Okay, oh, so I want to name McLaurin. Yeah, they ruled out Alex Smith today. I love that story, though. I'm so I happy. know. Well, yeah. I mean, they're trying to keep him upright and um, not subject him. And there's him. a our show, like, what, four weeks ago? Yeah. Oh, oh, here's the guy I really like. So, with um, Ayuk. Um, oh, yes. Stepping up, I think, um, since our boy uh, Debo's out, Samuel, um, and and everybody passes against the Niners, I mean, the Cowboys. So, um, you got to have some Ayuk. They have there's the Ayuk attack. Yeah. All those guys run yards after a catch, man. They're just 
Um, and I'd slightly go Evans over over Godwin if I had to choose between one or the other. If I wasn't stacking them with Brady, um, so what's nice is oh oh dude Houston Houston could be really sneaky. This dude Hanson, this kid Hanson. Oh yes, dude, he's like the new favorite in town, and I think um, looks like Cooks is going to play. Um, but uh, I mean, I I don't know Kuti Hanson's got some favoritism. I don't know if he's playing the slot. I, I don't want to talk like I know what I'm talking about, but. Uh, you <laughs> might want to go. You you might want to go. There's some Watson in there with uh, Cooks and Hanson. Could be a fun little thing. But uh, again, Indy that game could be nine six, right? So, um, but not one of my top things. Corey Davis, you know I love him. Uh, uh, Ty is obviously now he's like fully in love with um, uh, our San Diego quarterback, uh, Philip oh. Rivers. Those guys are obviously connected now, so that's a great play. Um, you know what? If you really, I think Antonio is going to have a breakout game someday. Um, and might not this week, right? Um, Pittman, That's interesting. I Nico, I've got a man crush on Pittman. Um, I do too. I'm with you on oh, that. Oh, you do? Yes. He's done nothing. He's just he's, like, he's been horrible. I've I've put him into DFS lineups two uh, weeks in a row, and I finally last uh, week I said I got to quit him. He's the guy that takes the dance off. He doesn't dance at all. What is he's a man on? child. Yeah. Um, actually, I don't dance. I'm just so, yeah. I mean, uh, any of those cowboy receivers, you know. Oh, 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 here we go. So, Willie Sneed was sort of like a favorite of uh, Mars Jackson's, right? He's 4,300. Um, I think you can easily get Sneed in there because, dude, the way uh, Mr. Marquise Hollywood Brown's dropping balls, um, Sneed's always been pretty sure handed. And I've, I've had some lineups with Sneed's this year that's done really well, timing's everything, but. Yeah. Oh, quick FYI. Uh, well, yeah, Hollywood Brown on the COVID list, but expected to be off uh, tomorrow. He's supposed uh, okay. to be he's okay. supposed to be uh, released from it. So I guess he was a close contact. Hey, so that's interesting. So I know we got to wrap up in a little bit, but yeah, okay. I just want to throw one out there for Beasley. I mean, yeah. you haven't mentioned him, but I love Beasley. I mean, yeah. he's, well, he's, he's playing on the sat. He's playing on the Saturday slate, so yeah. that's why that's why we haven't seen him there. Oh, but I, I agree yeah. with you. He's just yeah. a PPR monster. He's the, he's the new Edelman, you know, and there's just like the, he was there and there's like a little pass. I mean, he's an auto, auto. I mean, I have, you know, I have Josh Allen there and I'm hoping it goes to digs, but you know, it's just like, but he's always there. It's like, you know, third down and nine. Oh, you know, where he's going to go. What, so, we could, so, we could do the tight ends real quickly. Who do you, yeah. you know, Kelsey at 8,000 and, and he's been basically a receiver this year. Because uh, he's leading the NFL in receiving yardage, but yeah. what uh, is is he worth paying up for? Even though New, New Orleans has been better defensively of late, except for last weekend. I mean, I think this is going to be like a playoff type of atmosphere game, um, where you're probably I don't know if anybody's going to strike first. I think it just could be sort of like you know uh, some really good offensive lines and defensive lines battling the first quarter, and I, I don't I just don't want to go into this game trying to. Uh, get a lot of points, you know? So, I mean, like I said, Hill would be my one guy. Cause this guy is, he's the video game guy, right? He can do whatever he wants. Um, I think I like to pay down this week for sure. Um, and, and Andrews is always a, a, a great play consistent at 5,500. Yeah. yeah. I would go right there. Um, and then I like Gronk. I like um, even Higby. Uh, coming in against the Jets. Look at that great matchup against the Jets. They give up tons of points to tight ends. And, oh, 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 Irv Smith, Minnesota. 
this guy is going to be in my lineups this week at 3,600. So he's a second-year player, right? And uh, Rudolph's hurt, and he had a little good week last week, I think. Uh, and Rudolph uh, just got ruled out for the week. And he's out. Yeah, so Irv Smith, I would, I'll be, he'll be in a lot of lineups of mine this week. At 3,600, that's ridiculous. Um, what about Reed? I mean, is Reed still around? I mean, is he hurt? He is, but he's just, he always gets hurt. He just, like, I don't know. I just, yeah. You I mean, want to find guys that can explode, right? They're so. built for tight ends. I mean, that's just that, you know, yeah. Debo in, in essence is a tight end. He's not a wide receiver, but he can run too. I mean, I love Debo. Give me some more Debo all day, you know, but yeah. he's so. so anyway. Um, I mean, Hawkinson's always, uh, that's a consistent guy, right? Yes. So if you go Andrews, Hawkinson, uh, Irv Smith, uh, Gronk, my four. How's that? Is that cool? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And we talked about the defenses. I mean, you mentioned who, who was the defense that you really, the cheap defense you liked? Well, Seattle, I think I put them in because I thought Gaskins was playing. And that guy's fumble, strip sack fumble pick six, right? Or scoop and score, right? That's what you're looking for. That's how a defense will get ahead. Sacks and fumbles, right? Or pick six for comebacks. Um, and if the game script goes, that Seattle's going to take the lead. Uh, I think they'll be just putting a lot of pressure on, on Gaskins because he's not a developed quarterback, right? I think there's some points there. Um, I like the scoop and score. Is that a term? I love that. Scoop and it score. is. Scoop and score is a term, yeah. Sack, sack strip, fumble. Uh, stri- wait, sack, strip, fumble, score. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, okay. And then down at the bottom, I like um, – where are they? Um, I thought I had somebody down at the bottom I like. Um, not the Lions, not the Jets, the Jags. Um, let's see, where did I go? Could it be the uh, Eagles? Oh, the Bucks, the Bucks, the Bucks at 3K, I think is about as low as I'm going. Um, Saints, uh, Patriots, no. Um, no. Yeah, the Bucks are the Bucks are a great play because Ryan throws interceptions and he gets sacked because yeah. he's he's a statue yeah. back there. Slow. So yeah, um, and then another defense. Yeah, Seahawks. Like I said, I like the Seahawks down at thirty one hundred. The Bucks uh, could be pretty good plays. Uh, oh, and then um, if you're feeling really frisky, how about them Cowboys? Uh, <laughs> Mullen's, Mullen's been throwing picks every week. Um, you know so. And they got to be really depressed being away from home. Anything can happen. Um, I don't know if the Niners can keep it together any longer now. So that's fantastic. That's fantastic. I'm very, I feel very proud because you named when in other than the guys that I named, there are a couple guys that, that you mentioned that you really liked Ayuk being one of them, Der, De, yeah. DeAndre Swift and you and Corey Davis. So those guys are in that, that lineup. I may not change it though. I, I did have Goddard oh. in there to have a stack oh. with Hertz. Hmm. But I may, uh, but I, I, I just switched it to Higby. Uh, oh, oh no, don't, oh no, Irv, go Irv. Ooh, big oh, Irv. you're a Rams fan, probably, right? I am a Rams fan, uh, but uh, yeah, I, mean, gotta, I guess you got to have a little heart in the lineup, right? There is a part of me that wants to, that wants to get Irv Smith and uh, maybe, yeah. maybe uh, spend a little bit of the, uh, the excess. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll go up there. Yeah. Oh man, Gregorio, you are now a, an official member of La Familia. Oh. I want you to know that. You know, Nico and yeah. I, you know, Nico being primo numero uno, and I'm number three. 
So, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're at the high table. So, nice, we, you know, nice. I, I, you know, we, we're not going to be able to get together, but we, you know, we're, we, we get to sit with the adults now. It, it's only been in the last five years. Oh, oh you guys got upgraded to the big boy table. <laughs> yes, oh. we did. Finally. Oh. Finally. Oh. So now we're, so, just, so just to let the crowd know, I mean, he says one in three, we're talking 40 grandkids, 2020. And now we're popping out. Uh, I guess what great grandkids left yeah right great grandkid great grandchild number 46 was born today so that just sees we're just multiplying you in your family yeah. great grandchild number 46 yeah Dude, I mean, oh you guys this, adopt me this kid is so you smart are... he, he wasn't born yesterday yeah, yeah right. <laughs> let me tell you something you're, you're you're part of la familia now i just wish we could have a christmas so so you could see the 120 people that'll be there for the the whole thing and incredible beer selection so so are you guys um so i guess everybody's wearing masks you can keep the socially distanced or uh how does that work uh no, this zoom, no zoom we're just christmas? gonna do yeah zoom it's gonna christmas? be zoom christmas nico's uh, nico's setting up a zoom wine tasting Ooh, so right. it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be real nice. It's gonna be real yeah, nice. We, we used to wear uh, Oakland Raider mask, but then we got fined by the NFL. You know? <laughs> so, hey. Yeah, because it's Las Vegas now. <laughs> right. well, hey, I'll tell you what. You know, so for all uh, the the six million followers you got, um, so you can always find me on the showdown slates um, in the flash draft, and the flash draft is goes on about every four minutes during the game, uh, and you pick. Uh, between three players and you get five choices uh, between those three players throughout. And, you know, it's, 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 it's a way I found of, of making money on it. And it's, there's just certain patterns that you see, but you, you want to go all in on a correlation where there's that quarterback and that receiver from that team or that, that running back. There's, there's great place. If you see a kicker with three times, and just take it take that kicker with three x because if they kick one field good four they get 12 points in that but oh, maybe next time we can talk about a uh, flash draft but i appreciate you guys uh, but that's i lose everything we just talked about doesn't matter because i don't win money in that but if you want to go flash draft we're good so anyway georgie love you primo gregorio we're, we're calling you that thank now you. thank you so much gracias hey you know what love we love hey we you've got us you've got a standing invite whenever you know i'm gonna i'm gonna hit you up we're gonna do some playoff stuff Let's do it, man. Yeah, because that's going to be the only, that's the only thing that's happening. We got six more weeks to make money, baby. Let's do it. Oh man, well, gracias otra vez, everybody. Uh, you know, from Primo Gregorio, Primo Nico, this is Primo Jorge, Georgie Martin. Uh, thank you for joining the Familia FFB podcast, everybody. Uh, we're a week to Christmas. Uh, again, Feliz Navidad. Hey. Uh, make sure you're following us on our familiaffb.com website, our at familiaffb Twitter. You can find me at Jorge Martin 17, our Familia FFB Facebook page. Give us a like, follow us. You're going to get this great content coming up. I'm going to uh, just, hey, we're going to be, DFS is going gonna, is gonna to save us for uh, the rest, of, well into the Super Bowl. So gracias, everybody. Remember, todos somos familia. That's right. Salud, awesome. salud. Ay, 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 ay.